Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Happy Monday! Happy Monday! Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host... The insurance bro, James Cias, with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, another fun-filled show, ready to rock and roll for you, the listening audience. We appreciate every single one of you, but let me tell you something... Won't somebody think of the children? Well, today's guest absolutely does. For the past 15 years, less fortunate children have been getting the nutrition they need from an extraordinary organization, bridging the gap to make sure no child goes hungry. Joining us today from the It's All About Kids organization, please welcome Angela Brennan Baptiste. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This he is fun. Yeah, you did great. Well, I see. Yeah, all right. I don't know how yeah, he does that. He, you did great. See, we, we're, we're talented in our own ways. That is a skill. It's a little bit of a skill. It's a skill. Mm, tiny bit. <clears throat> Ladies and gents, before we get to the kids, I want to remind you guys, we're raising 365 pairs of shoes for the homeless. We are at 302. It so we got 63 pairs of shoes left. We're over 300. Over 300. We're at the final home stretch. It's cool because we got Thanksgiving. We got Christmas coming around the corner. Right. So we're going to hit that number. No problem. So no if you guys problem. have new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. The guy Call is me. also in insurance. So if oh, you yeah. have a business, maybe a tax office, maybe a mortgage office, you want to help increase the bottom line, let us do the heavy lifting for you and help cut you guys a check to the book of business that you already have. James can help you out with that. Plus, if you need home, auto, commercial, whatever type of insurance, we'll help you out with that too. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Show sponsor is dronequote.net. Whoops. <clears throat> that, my bad. Sorry, that was my... Uh, that was what, what ventriloquist skills right there? Yeah, super that, ventriloquist That was me. Skills. That was me right there. Totally All right, drunkcode.net awesome. forward slash business bros is our show sponsor. So if you guys have any need for solar and you're thinking about shopping, don't know where to start, that's the beginning. Drunkcode.net forward slash business bros. They're going to bring a drone to your home, measure out your rooftop, send it to solar companies and roofing companies. You sit back, look at all the different quotes from all the solar companies, pick the one that works for you, and knock down that electricity bill because you don't need that. Sun's working Word. for us. San Diego, sunny San Diego. You pay the property tax. Might as well take advantage of the sun. Drillcode.net forward slash business bros. Might as well. And don't forget, if you can guess within five seconds. Within five seconds. Of so, when we drop the uh, commercial break. So if you're on the live feed, take a stab. What time is the commercial break coming? If you get it within five minutes seconds, and seconds. Minute and seconds. If you get it within five seconds, we're going to send you, what are we going to do? Starbucks cards first? Sure, we'll try that. We're going to start off with Starbucks card. So, if you're on the live, set it up, pick a time, and let's see what happens. You never know. And by the way, it's completely random and I don't even look at the times. Yeah. 
sometimes he even forgets. That's Just right. Kidding. All right, ladies and gents, let's get to about the kids. <laughs> it's all about the kids, baby. It's all baby. about the kids. So, Angela, tell me. It's like the Benjamins? Why? Yeah, it's all about the Benjamins. Well, I mean, I'm sure sometimes there were some Benjamins there, right? There were some Benjamins there. How, what what prompted you to do something like this? I mean, it takes a big heart, but what, what put you in that action mindset? Well... Uh, when I was younger, my mom always had us involved in doing things for charity. And then after I graduated from college, I went to work for the government for the WIC program and commodity supplemental food. No so way. I learned how to run a food program, but not how to serve people. Shout out to mom. My mom was in WIC too. Yeah, well, Dude, double. I, I, uh, I was part of the program. So they either had to see me to get their coupons back in the day before there was EBT cards and mm-hmm. before there was the cards. And I uh, was a nutrition education coordinator. So I also did a lot of things at the state level. So then um, I would always work for big companies and I had a couple companies of my own and all the big companies didn't really want to do anything for charity even though I thought that they should. Mm-hmm. And so I quit my job. Took a big on 2003 and decided to start my own charity. I I started my my organization partying for purpose back in 1997, just throwing parties and giving the money away. So then I decided I really wanted to become a charity. So then in 2004, um, my co-founder Sean Hale called me up one day and said I want to take you to dinner. And the next day he took me to dinner and said I've been watching you and I think you're honest and I want to give you an office a salary anything you want let's do this let's start wow. a charity yeah but talk the, about following your dream well the crazy thing is the day before I had landed a party at the Playboy Mansion and I had $53 in the bank <laughs> how are you gonna pull so that off I had no way to pay for anything and I didn't know what I was gonna do so luckily uh he came along we went to the bank on Friday that was on Tuesday we met for dinner on Friday we went to the bank he gave me 10 grand and, you and put here the party we are. On. That's how it got started. Over four million dollars later, and tens of thousands of children have been helped, and all the different programs that we've had throughout the years. That's an amazing. Like, yeah. Wow. Well, first of all, shout out to the wig. Like my my mom used to work for wig for a long time, and I, you know, one of the weirdest things I always thought was when she would come home with these like, you know, like nipples, because <laughs> she would have to do the breastfeeding yeah, courses. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. And, but it was so weird because we lactation specialist. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but we're we're three boys. So oh, yeah. she's the only one coming home with this. We're like, what the heck is that thing, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, back in the day, we saw I saw one woman every seven minutes. It, it, right? Yeah. And, and, and you had learn to all solve these nutritional things. all the world's problems in seven minutes. I mean, it's super hard. It's a super hard job. Well, I wonder how much like the American Red Cross and WIC program like instills in its employees because my mom runs a food bank now. Well, see, so do I. And that, exactly. Here I am, 25 years later, I'm running a pantry through our charity. And for the first 13 years of the charity, we did a ton of stuff. We helped, uh, we paid for uniforms for kids who had AIDS. We paid for funerals for moms that had AIDS who had died. Um, we did backpacks and shoes and toys. I taught life skills and I mentored uh, homeless teenagers for 14 years. And then we chose food to go full time with food. And it's taken off. Last month, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're in November now. In September, after 24 months of the program, we exceeded 500,000 meals. We'll hit a million next summer. Wow! And it's the growth is going every week. We'll see so. per month. Per, uh, for the, for it, the per month, it's 40,000 over 40,000 oh, okay. meals per month. But we're adding them all up. So when we started, we started with zero. Okay, so zero meals. A pound is a meal. 
and we let the families come in and choose what kind of food they want up to 40 pounds of food per family and see this is this is one of those double-edged wow. sword things for me it's like i'm i'm yeah. really impressed with the number of of meals that you've been able to provide that's amazing and yet at the same time it's absolutely sad Totally that, sad. That your type of organization exists yep. and is growing. And we could do it all the time. I mean, we could be open every day in different parts of the town. I mean, the need is there. This is 64% of all uh, kids that are in the San Diego school district are eligible for free school lunch. 64%. So many of our families just do not have the money to buy food because it's the last thing you buy mm. you know you have to pay for the rent you have to pay for the insurance you have to pay for the electricity you have to pay for all these things and then the last thing is the money for food and as we all know food's super expensive and if the price of gas goes up then the price now of food goes up but the yeah. price of food goes up because it gets trucked to the grocery store so then they have to choose yeah so the only requirement we have is that you have to have a child under the age of 18 living in the house at least 50 percent of the time so we have both grandma and mom on the program we have dad and grandpa on the program, but they live in separate houses because we know the kids are at grandma's at least half percent of the time yeah. anyways. And then we, we know the food's not going to go back and forth. So we want food in the kitchens. We want them cooking. We how want the kids that, eating. How do you end up deciding or how do you end up like starting a foundation like this, a nonprofit like this? I know oh, you're nuts. I'm yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew I wanted to start my own charity. And back in 2004, there wasn't a ton of charities like there is now. Mm -hmm. There really wasn't. Well, no, it was it was not a very good time uh, well, in the economy. You well, about no, no, to, no, no. 2004 was, was good. great. 2004, 5, and 6 is were when our, our amazing years for us. 7 and 8. 7 was great. 8 was terrible. Horrible, terrible. We had a, a, several times I've had to reinvent the charity uh, just to find different ways to make money and to figure it out, you know, how we were going to serve the community best. So um, to start your own charity, uh, it's a ton of work. I advise people and I also uh, on the side, I'm a charity coach for other charities, but I advise people don't start your own charity. What you do is keep that really high paying job and keep your passion, whatever it is, and then date charities. Okay, so what do you mean date charities? Date them, like try them out. Try them out. Go volunteer for them, and then really go into their offices and see what's going on and see how they run it. And if you really like it, then try to figure out how you're going to get yourself on the board of directors. Maybe give them a big donation, buy your way on the board. Then you can help steer that charity instead of trying to start your own, because mm. it's super hard. I mean, our, my boss is the IRS and my board of directors, of course, but it's the IRS, and uh, it's super hard to raise money because there's so many charities. And there's the big ones who take the biggest pieces and then they kind of just leave all the scraps for us. So we have to be super creative in how we raise money. So tell me a little bit about that. Like you, you talked about some downtimes where money's hard to come by. And when people are first getting started with charities, they have no name, no recognition, no anything. Money's definitely hard to come by. What kind of creative stuff did you do to, you know, help make this happen? We had parties. Um, that was our big thing because I had thrown big parties for years so our big thing was to just get back out in the community and you know ten dollars at the door auctions raffles do whatever i could but then the internet came and once the internet really kicked in with crowdfunding and being able to raise money like we've been able to raise more money like on facebook than we ever could in the last past years mm. so um it's it's weird it's like it got hard but then it kind of got easier um because we kind of are in everybody's face. Mm -hmm. Charities are out there more. Before you kind of had to seek out a charity to donate. Now you get Facebook ads and you get Google ads and all kinds of billboards and everything about that to donate to certain charities. So, you know, it's run a little different now. 
But my advice is don't do it. Don't do it. There's enough charities out there. You can usually find one that aligns with what you want to do. Instead of losing your mind and working 24 hours a day like I do. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, but, but some people like, I'm, I'm telling you, my, I don't know, it's something about you wick people. Like my mom, <laughs> my mom is like a beast when it comes to, to helping people. I mean, every day that, I mean, she lives in LA, so she, she started the food, well, she picked up the food bank and it was really tiny at the time. And now I don't know how many, how many families does mom feed a week? I want to say it's somewhere around five hundred a, a month. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, I think I think they uh, they capped her out for whatever yeah. reasons at like one hundred and twenty five a week or something like that. So, yeah, like yeah. based on size of the the church or whatever it is. See, supposed and that's to be. the thing well, she's, is the she's size. listening. She'll probably comment and let us know. Yeah. Oh, good. I can't. I'd like to meet her and swap stories with she's her. She's amazing. Yeah, you know. I mean, like we're finding a lot of um, new families that are coming are the immigrant families because mm-hmm. we're. We're having a hard time communicating in the same Spanish that we speak. So it's a little different dialect. So um, we get between nine to 20 new families every week. And I don't say no. I can't say no. That's um, I just raise more money. And then we created the first solar pantry. So tell me about that. What, what do you mean by solar pantry? Okay, so we didn't have any storage at the facility that we're in. We only rent a hall once a week. So we would like almost run out of food every week. And it was super scary. And I just couldn't sleep so i said okay solve the problem because that's what i do solve the problem i like shipping containers i think they're super cool so i had an idea that we could put a refrigeration unit inside of a 20-foot shipping container put solar on the roof but i also learned that if you don't know how to do something go to an expert right (laughs) so two of my friends are electricians so they're with ibew 569 christina in april i went out to them and said help me they introduced me to a gentleman by the name of Steve Stepp. He then gave us a bunch of ideas, wrote up some plans. Then we got the Insulation Workers Union involved, the Iron Workers Union involved, um, Baker Electric, Home Energy, amazing folks, Great Alternatives, Finance of America. Everybody started giving us money. So uh, we put the whole thing together. So now in the parking lot, we have a freestanding shipping container that 14 feet, it's got a wall in the middle, so 14 feet, um, is refrigerated when you turn on the ac unit it tricks the ac unit down to going about 50 to 55 degrees and we can turn that baby on so we can store counter vegetables so oranges apples things that go on the counter um overnight couple of days i'm not into storing food don't mm-hmm. like to store it but because we have that storage we're able to get more free food yeah because um, they have their days that they have to turn it over correct and uh we get more free food from the san diego food bank that way and from feeding san diego so we never run out so if suddenly we get 20 new families i'm not gonna run out of food and i my food cost went down because now i can store it because i can get full pallets for half price or almost free so so tell me a little great. bit about that because my i mean it's funny because every time i hear you talk about stuff i've heard it before i feel like i've heard it before <laughs> my mom's always you know calling up she goes on this website she's got to make sure she goes on there by a certain time and she places her order yeah. for food and she gets it by the pound and all these different things like how do you get connected with these different things like how where where where, where were you thinking where like you know you had this concept of i want to feed kids but you know the line got longer and the line got longer and the line got longer and you go out and find these different people to donate these different vendors who are giving out food like how does that happen i hustle i hustle i do i hustle (laughs) um i just do i mean i i feel like i know the right people in the right places and i ask 
Mm, I mean, you don't get anything unless you ask. That's a big one. You know, and I have some amazing people who help me. I have amazing people who believe in what we're doing. Like we were talking about Battle Fulkerson. Those guys are amazing. Without them, you know, they they donate money every single month to buy food. So that I know every month that I've got the budget to buy the food. So then I just have to find all the rest of the money for everything else, which is, you know, which is hard. But we have big fundraisers and uh, we do a lot of cause marketing. So like at PB Fish Shop and Point Loma Fish Shop and Anthony's Fish Shop, you buy the Mahi Iloti taco, which is it's all about the kids' taco, and they donate a meal. That's so, awesome. Wait, yeah. what was that? At PB Fish Shop, Point Loma Fish Shop, and Encinitas Fish Shop. Go in there. They just had their give back weekend too this past weekend. The first weekend of every month is their give back weekend. So they actually ask for donations at the counter for us. Um, but you go in there and you'll see the sign. It says the Mahi Ilote Taco. It is so good. You like corn? It's amazing. And for every taco that they sell, they donate a meal to our charity. If you go to Meze or any of them, or uh, El Chingon or Prohibition, um, if you guys go in there and you buy the Meze spicy sauce, mm-hmm. that signature sauce, they donate a meal for every bottle they sell for that too. See, so it's, so, it's yeah. just getting in and coordinating with different vendors yeah. and, and yeah. cross-promoting. Yeah, I hustle. Yeah, and his cause marketing is great. Because our food cost is low, but we're able to then do a meal for, for a meal, for example. Well, you said you, you know? only rented the hall for a, once a once week. Once a week. So how often are you doing? Every Thursday. Every Thursday you're doing the meals. Yeah. Every Thursday. So they come in, they check in. We're paperless. Mm-hmm. We have an app that was created for us from UCSD. So they check in and we go through the ones that have already been on the program before. We can check them in in less than two seconds. They bring their bags or we have boxes and they walk around, choose what they want. We help them out to the car and they're off. We go through almost 300 families in three hours and 30 minutes. That's amazing. The app makes a, a nice Huge. big difference. Yeah, and it keeps what else are you using it for analytics. when you're able to talk to them? Uh, you, you send them out like a different nutrition items. We different have a text that, message program too. We uh-huh. use text vending. So we send out text messages and recipes and all kinds of stuff. The food that we get them is pretty normal um, because we want them to enjoy it. We don't want it to be too crazy and give them yeah. something they don't understand. But like we had bok choy once and I was afraid they wouldn't be able to know what to do with it. So we sent out a recipe with bok choy and green beans and a little bit of soy sauce and it was delicious. They loved it. The kids loved it. Um, they get of the 40 pounds they receive about 25 or more pounds of fresh produce. Because we're super into fresh produce. Yeah, that's huge. So Especially they're getting for the bags of kids. Yeah, they're, they're really getting nutritious food. Um, they'll get their staples, um, rice, pasta, some canned goods just as staples. But they we really push the produce. Yeah, Breads well, and tortilla too. And it's tough when you didn't have that refrigerated unit to be able to do the, the fresh produce. Well, we get rid of all the produce all day, the same day. Um, that will help us in the future if somebody wants to donate on Tuesday or Wednesday. But the food comes to the food bank first thing in the morning. And we definitely give it all out. And if not, then we save it for the seniors who are there at the hall the next day. So we're actually making sure all the meals are going out. So we're going between 10. A couple of weeks ago, we did over 12,000 meals in one day. Um, I think the most we've done is 14,000 in one day. So we're, we're over 10,000 every week. Yeah, I know. We, we had these cute flyers printed and it says 10 to... Because I, I thought it was pretty good. I was thinking 6, six to 10,000. 10, these good. will last me a couple months. Yeah. We went to, straight to 10,000 and we stayed there. And we keep going more and more every week. Do you have any limitations on like the size that you can, the number of people that you feed in a week? Or is there any, like you're, you're just like, keep, keep them coming if they need to. Keep them coming. I'm not going to say no. I can't. How can I say no? No. I I worked for the government. (laughs) I learned how five o'clock, man. Boom. Lock that door. Dare go over Don't answer the door. Get in the car. And if someone would come to get their coupons, we would have to tell them no. And it broke my heart. Because those are the people that needed it the most. Mm-hmm. So we close at 6, but we're still there a little later. And Christy, our food pantry manager, she's amazing. She's always there. 
to a little bit, 6.15, 6.20. And so we, the families know we don't want you to drive all crazy to get here. Yeah. We um, want you to be come safe. and get... The, yeah, yeah, because what happened is they won't come back. And who's going to suffer? The kids. The kids, you know? And we'd want them to go get the kids at the 6 to 6 program because they have to leave from there, right? Mm-hmm. Don't make the kids wait. Go get the kids and bring them over. And then we always have food left. Do you, do you guys still organize any other other events other than than when they come on Thursdays? Are there other events that you guys put together for them? During the year we do. Um, we always, any time I can put together a party. Yeah. So, because um, I love to, like for Halloween, we get the kids candy and stuff, which is usually against what I believe, but I can't help it on Halloween. It's Halloween. I know. It's so they were so year. cute. But we have a holiday party. So we've got that coming up on the 14th, which is kind of scary because last year we had 150 families. This year we have over 800. So... You know, I, I remember uh, last year, I think it was, I, I know somebody who who would do the uh, feed the homeless type thing. And then we had that whole hepatitis breakout and you're not allowed to create cooked foods and all this like BS stuff that, that they're trying to make us inhumane. How, how did that affect what you guys were doing? It didn't affect us at all. I didn't. Because we, we give out produce. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have to watch is for all the recalls. Mm. Okay, yeah, which like I get all that from the food bank. Yeah, because right. like that that was crazy for us because like for like two months after that whole romaine lettuce thing, like we got some romaine in and the families were a little like, oh, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's good, it's good. Yeah, yeah. So I have to watch the recalls, especially if we get anything different. But um, the the homeless problem affects us because we will have a lot of families that are homeless mm-hmm. that come and get food from us. Um, we can tell because they're living in the car. And, um, so what we try to do is kind of, you know, of course have tons of, of kindness and, and dignity towards them. But we also tell the families, if something's crazy is going on and you need more food, tell us, tell us, pull yeah. us aside and tell us you've got two more people living in the family or you're homeless or whatever. And we'll do our best to get you extra food because we have it. Yeah. So I believe in giving it out. I don't believe in you only get one. If somebody needs two, then we're gonna give them two. Yeah, I don't. I, that's why I don't work for the government anymore. Because you got yeah, you don't want those limitations. Those limitations. Well, I used right? to fight with them. I fought with USDA to change the program in New Hampshire, to move it from getting a box of commodity supplemental food to being choice and get, let them choose what they wanted. It took me over a year to get them to change their minds, but then they they switched and saved tens of thousands of dollars. But here you get to run the show. That's why I run the show now. I love it so much better. <laughs> well, no, because I took what I knew and I took what was ingrained in my brain for the years that I worked with them. And then I said, well, what really works for people? You know, like if we, if we have a, two sisters on the program or even two neighbors on the program, we let one person pick up for another person. Mm-hmm. That would never happen with the government. Oh, my God. They would like, they would no, just Two say, forms uh, of ID, would, please validate your social security. Yeah, <laughs> and my thing is this. It's food. And because she doesn't have a car and you have a car, I want you to pick up for her. Yeah. It's pick up for all the neighbors. I've one lady picked up for three families because we want her to because we know the families need the food and they're the ones that need mm-hmm. the food the most because they can't get to the grocery store. That's, that's called that's, a food desert when you when you live in a community in which there's not access to a real grocery store and it's too far to walk. Yeah. And you can't walk with the three kids and where are you going to put the groceries? You can only get what you can carry. So the kid in the stroller has to walk and you're going to put it in the stroller and then you get the other kids. It's just, it's just too much of a headache. It's not conducive. 
What what do you what what can people who are not involved in a charity like this, but they want to maybe? I got kids. I mean, I teach high school. I got kids all the time looking for community service hours. Oh, I got, pick us! All right, pick us because we have the food pantry. We're open from from two thirty to six mm-hmm. on Thursdays. Um, so a lot of it's time for kids to come after school. We have some high school kids that come and help us already. That we love it. We have a grandma who brings her kids. It's so awesome, and uh, teaching them work ethic, teaching them how to have empathy. You know, as well. It's a perspective. Then, yeah, because um, for my friends and my partners, they're not sponsors, but my partners who brought their children, um, it's a very interesting conversation for the way home mm-hmm. in the car. Think about how much food we throw away and why do those people have to come get food? That's usually the biggest question that I'm told. Why do they have to come and get food? And so it starts a conversation with parents to explain to them how the world is and then also teach empathy it's humbling humbling Correct. i mean I, I know growing up as, as kids we spent a lot of time in tj um i mean just because family crossing the border or i mean ever since we were kids my, my parents were always involved in like putting big clothing food drives and all that stuff going across the border doing that sort of stuff and and you know just seeing the life difference between mexico lifestyle for a kid american lifestyle for a kid Huge. you really start to feel that that empathy that you're talking about you still you you understand like oh my gosh like i i am really blessed i have yeah. you know xyz in my life and these people are struggling just to get everything right yeah we used to help orphanages down in mexico so absolutely i would cry a lot a lot more than i cry now but i would cry a lot just because i wanted to do so much more and my hands were super tied with not being mexican you know, and mm-hmm. so there was only so much that I could do while I was down there. But the system is so different; it's so different down there. Uh, but yeah, we would uh, I would raise money here, go across the border down there, go to the grocery store, and buy as much food as I could, and like make a deal with the guy in the in the meat counter, and get the chicken instead of it being like eighty eight cents a pound. He'd give it to me for like forty four cents a pound, so I'd get as much as I could, and I get as much as food as I could, and then we would try, pile it all in the car and go to the orphanage. And but a loaf of bread in an orphanage is only half the kids for one meal yeah i mean we had to make so much food to make it it last and, and it was just so heartbreaking we'd bring them everything we could but then we'd have to leave mm-hmm. and it broke my heart i'd cry they tried to sneak in our car they tried to leave with us it was really heartbreaking i would take uh hairdressers down uh to go and cut their hair as well to cut the kids hair and cut the staff's hair and and then we'd have a party for the kids but then we decided you know what we need to focus on food here in san diego you know the the numbers are yeah. huge and uh our community needs it the food's at the food bank they have the food they just don't have the people like us to distribute that's why we want to have more solar pantries and we do want to take the solar pantries down to mexico too deep into mexico where they do not have access to fresh fruits and vegetables at the orphanages and at the the low-income places that's the goal for years a couple years from now but for 2020 it's to bring on at least two to three more solar pantries just to open up the the floodgates for yeah. for who you can offer stuff to. And yeah. right now you guys are in Logan Heights, right? You yeah, we're in Barrio. Barrio Logan. Yeah, twenty ninth the market, right in the middle of everything. So uh, it's fun. I mean, it's great. It's hard work. Uh, I'm lucky because I get to raise all the money and I don't have to lift all the stuff as much as mm-hmm. I used to. Christy does a great job in our pantry. Uh, but I'm always raising money. I mean, we have a special right now. This is our new campaign. If you make a fifteen dollar donation, you're buying dinner every night for a child for a month. $15. For 15 bucks For the price of three lattes or a martini downtown. 
<laughs> right truth. Truth. Yeah, even more like, than that you should actually. do that like at El Chingo or whatever just be like hey yeah. buy me a drink and it's all about the kids <laughs> right? and you're dropping the price we'll of a drink into the donation we'll see we're gonna we're working on a new um cause marketing that's called pouring for a purpose so that'll oh. be some drinks that'll be around town that are at the bars and every time you buy that drink you're buying a meal that's so awesome. yeah we're working on that to be uh popping up in a few places soon soon to be announced that's, but yeah no i yeah. mean it, it's it's awesome to talk to people like yourself who've who've made it your life's purpose to go out and do this i mean you could have stayed with wick and that would have been very a great job you still i would have been running this the, you, i would have been a director yeah you'd, you'd still be helping right people no problem that's i mean that's yeah. that's commendable that's great but you took a leap of faith to go out and do something bigger beyond yourself and I mean, 15 years down the road and look what you've, look what you've accomplished. Thank I you. can imagine the lives that you've changed, that your organization has changed, that, you know, some of these kids, when you started, were, you know, five, six years old, they're 25, 30 years old now, and they have kids of their own. And the, what you've done to show them that there are other people out there that care, that are, that the world is not just a, a, a shitty place, that there's actually people that are out there trying to help you become better that there's a hand up instead of a hand out you know what i mean like you're right. there to help them get to the next level i think it's it's huge i think more more and more people i mean it's part of uh what my dad puts as, as our personal integrity creed he's been working on it for ever right it's that always we all are it's almost it's almost a website now and he's one of the main reasons why i was asking about the foundation because that's one of the roads he wants to go down um and it's just you know there, there are few people that sh- that that light shines within them, you know what I mean. Oh, thank and you. and you you that's that's how I feel about you. You have that light shining within you, and it's and I think it's because how many lights you light up every single day. I love what I do. Um, I can tell you that when I used to mentor homeless teenagers, that was some of the toughest times. But many of those kids are still in my life. Okay, and they come back and they volunteer for me, including my pantry manager, who is our one employee. So, I mean, it, I'm surrounded by goodness. I mean, I'm surrounded by thankfulness. We have many, many tears in the pantry. I mean, we have a, uh, one gentleman came into the pantry. It was super late one night. It was like 5.45. And he kind of just looked in and I was like, you know, come in. And I spoke to him in Spanish and he said that his wife had just died. Hmm. Left him with three kids under the age of five. Ouch. Didn't know how to cook. Didn't know how to do anything. And I, he said, well, could I get food today? And I was like, of course. And he was like, good, because my food stamps don't kick in for two months. And I didn't know how I was going to feed the kids because he was out of work because he had to take care of the kids because she had died and mm-hmm. he was waiting for his mother to come from Mexico. So yeah, it was super hard. And, uh, and I said, of course you can have food. So we have tons of tears, lots of hugs. Um, one lady, I didn't know what she was saying to me because her Spanish was super thick accent. And then one of the other ladies said that she told me that I was building a stairway to heaven. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, but put the escalator in because I'm starting to get tired." Right? <laughs> my steps are getting tired, right? You know, and I speak to them in my Spanglish because we also speak Spanish to the to the women who want us to speak Spanish to them because we want them to feel comfortable in mm-hmm. what they do because we want it, them to come back. We want them to feel that it's a place that they can be safe. And if they have to just deal with my Spanglish, you know, which is really funny because I watch my novellas, which by the way, <laughs> to get my Spanish get on point. Better, yeah. Oh my God. So that makes them laugh because they can't believe, you know, I watch Come my El, Se- El Señor de Cielos. <laughs> you know, I, I know all kinds of, you know, Colombian Spanish now too. So plata. I never knew what plata was until I started watching my... Google. My, yeah, right? Yeah, it's good. It's money to 
Dinero. But don't say dinero in Colombia. They'll look at you it's like, it's blata. So yeah, and I love it. So, you know, we try to make it as easy as possible, but the bulk of our volunteers are actually our families. They come and help us unload uh, the pallets and put the food out and give the food out every week. That's the core group of our volunteers. You know, you know that's amazing. I, Did they hear that? Or I wonder we, if they I did. I don't know. We'll the time find out. is 30 minutes and 17 seconds. Oh. Wow. We interrupt today's regularly scheduled podcast for a purely selfish, irreverent, cash-grabbing word from our sponsor. Hernan, what are we selling today? You know, it's funny. That now I feel guilty because we were talking I about... totally... <laughs> like, I've been <laughs> lagging on that because of how guilty... Like, I don't even want to interrupt how great of a right? show this has been. It's all about giving back, and then we have our selfish plug. And then we have our self- selfish all right, plug. really quick, ladies and gents. Drunko.net forward slash business bros. Um, if you guys go to drunko.net forward slash business bros, uh, and if you do it by uh, November 30th, then uh, you guys are entered for a $150 uh, meal. For families, uh, save your save yourself the time of sitting in front of a presentation. Instead, you know, take that time, get the quotes right in front of you, pick the one that works for you, enter into a drawing. You can earn one hundred fifty dollars to take your family out to go do something, or you can donate that money. <laughs> right, feed some kids, some families, or boom that's what we want you guys to do. <laughs> Drunko.net forward slash business bros. Selfless plug, really quick. <laughs> Had to get that in there. Had to get that in there. All right. Um, so Angela, I was I was gonna say, you know, I I did a, a video, I don't know, a year and a half back, and uh, I was talking about how, um, like one of, one of my goals is is to have ten thousand people at my funeral. In other words, if I can be of service to enough people and shape enough lives and help people get to wherever they want to go, and I have ten thousand people at my funeral, then I did something right, and that got me thinking. I was like, you know. Uh, when my mom passes away, it's she's going to be one of those people that has touched the lives of so many people around her. You're one of those people oh. who's who's touched the lives of so many people around around you. And, um, you know, it is hard work to raise funds and to solve problems. But, you know, you for whatever reason, people like you, people like my mom have this endless supply of energy and love and and empathy that you guys just it's your fuel like i don't like you know i i it's thought it's hard I was, though i it's mean not easy, a lot of people think that it's easy one guy said oh that doesn't seem very hard it's super hard to ask for money and i'm not asking so you can buy something like that's tangible yeah like buy this skirt buy this car buy this you know it's not it's believe in me and invest in what we're doing and invest in our community because I feel that the kids are who we need to take care of because if we don't take care of the kids then we're going to end up paying for that as we when we get older and not not necessarily monetarily but in every way possible absolutely and all the other gamuts of what life is all about and we want healthier kids we want healthier parents because what happens is when the parents don't when the kids don't eat the parents aren't eating mm-hmm. okay because they're giving the food to the kids so, you know, they're hangry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as well as the kids being hungry. So, you know, that's another whole subject. So we try to make sure that uh, there's food for everybody in the house. So uh, a little bit on a, on a selfish plug. So we're raising those 365 pairs of shoes, and we haven't even quite decided where we're going to go to donate all these shoes or how we're going to do that. Um, so I was kind of wondering, like, you know, you're pretty well connected, uh at least in the nonprofit space, maybe we can do something together, uh, you know, to do to to 
distribute these shoes when we when we get to that point. Yeah, I would love to be a part of that. That'd be fun. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's the best feeling in the whole world too. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of selfish, but it, it's very—it's the feeling that you get. It's oh yeah, you get a little weak in the knees for sure. What's well, joy? Yeah, I was right? actually I was gonna ask uh, uh, Dan and uh, uh, Dan Fulkerson about it uh, when I saw him over the weekend, but of course I got distracted by the motorcycles and totally slipped. <laughs> my yeah, mind. what a great event that they had. Yeah. Those guys are so awesome <laughs> to help put that together. Yeah, that's so great. I got one more question for you because this is something that that uh, comes across for me is as difficult all the time um when you see a situation like the one that you described about the father um how do you walk away because like i feel like especially the word the 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 harder the situation the more i want to like throw them in my backpack and take them home you know what i mean yeah. like how what's it like being in that position regularly and seeing people going through their hardship and still helping them through that. Well, way, way, way back when, when I worked for WIC, I had to learn to put a wall up and to realize that I can only do as much as I can do. Okay. So then I left WIC and I started doing my own charity and I actually exceeded those things by always doing so much for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But at a certain point, it's not my life. Everyone has their own path. So mm-hmm. I feel if I can do as much as I can to help them, but yet I can't do everything for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it gets to, it's super hard. Um, lots of tears involved. Um, there's times that, you know, I absolutely go beyond what normal people would do. Um, but I can only do as much as I can do. And then I hold back tears and realize that tomorrow's another week and we're going to make another impact. Another 1500 people are going to eat our food. And uh, I'm just going to hope that giving them hope and giving them food and making them feel that someone actually cares about them that doesn't know them mm-hmm. will help their lives be enriched in which that they can continue to strive to be better and to maybe have better things happen to them. You know, I, everything takes hard work, but sometimes it's just believing in yourself. I think sometimes that people don't, what, what happens with which I have found with people that are in uh, difficult situations is that they don't risk Mm. because once you risk and you fail, it's hard to risk again. And if you don't have a safety net underneath you, then you really aren't going to risk. Like when I mentored homeless teenagers getting really, really hard to get them to fill out college applications Mm -hmm. because they thought they were going to fail and they didn't want to fail. So it's the same kind of thing where I think if we just give them some kindness and some dignity and tell them that they're important, you know, that therefore maybe we can hope that things will turn around for them because they understand that people do care about them. Because, I mean, when you're in bad situations, you feel like nobody cares. Yeah. You know, and you're constantly struggling and price of gas goes up. The price of this goes up. It's the like kids the world this. mad at me. It's just throwing everything like, at me why? at the same time. Yeah. Why? But maybe if you could just have some food, you know, sit down and then not be hangry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get a good night's sleep. Um, bond with the kids over dinner. And I can just keep my fingers crossed and hope everything works out better. But it's super hard um, because I want to do everything. I mean, when I worked for WIC, I wanted to take all the kids home. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, I wanted to do everything that I could, but I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Five, do- five o'clock, yeah. lock that door. Time to say goodbye. Yeah, and I couldn't do anything. So. I, know, I know we're about to jump into our uh, say, say hi to the camera segment here. Yes. But before you do that, uh, Angela, you are super popular 
and you have had a lot of people saying hi to you, so I want to uh, oh, wow. get this out to you before before you uh, talk to the camera there. Uh, Bata Fulkerson, Angela is the best. Uh, Desiree Crossman is excited right. to see you. Desiree, uh, I went to, we love yeah. I went to middle school with Desiree. That's exactly Desiree's what she said. Desiree's been helping our charity for 15 years. She's wow. Since day one. That's exactly what she said. She I said she went her. to middle school with you and saw uh, you two on the show, and she was yeah, excited to I see that. Her. Uh, hello, uh, Angela rocks de Casbah from Wesley Dwayne. Oh, hey. Um, uh, mom Dwayne did. Wesley. Yep. Uh, mom did mention that they're serving 160 to 179 <laughs> families per week. Yep. And it's about 10,000, uh, pounds also. Yeah. Another hello from Bobby Diaz. Uh, Caroline Abker says hello. Oh. And Jamar Williams. Oh, and you know what? Jamar. Okay, so can I spill the beans on Jamar? Sure. Okay, so because we're announcing this week, uh, Promo Drone, his awesome company, Promo yes. Drone, with like amazing one of a kind yeah. advertisement up in the yeah. sky with the drone, which is uh-huh. so cool. Yep. Um, so now for the future flights, they'll be donating meals to kids for future flights that are purchased what? through companies. Awesome. Yeah, they've signed on as cause marketing with us as well. Nice. We love them. Yeah, yeah, I think what he does is amazing and so different, you know, yeah. because. Uh, no one's got an advertising like that. It's like Nobody. taking it to a totally different level to see your logo up on a drone because it has so much attention. You know, I didn't tell him this on the show uh, when we interviewed him, but I was just thinking he's probably going to save so many people's necks from being down here all the time and looking at ads. <laughs> We're going to be like, what's that up there? <laughs> so cool. But yeah, so no, his cool. platform is amazing. Yeah, I'm super proud of him and we're super honored that... that uh, that's, that that's he is cool. in the it's all about the kids family so i love that i love that yeah yeah cool you got any more over there i spilled no, the beans sorry it. jamar no it's cool that I mean, was it that's he's, everything uh, he's he's gonna do some amazing things you'll for see. sure i mean i mean he was just on the cusp of what he was doing so far and it's it's in its infancy still like i i just know that that platform's gonna be a whole new ball game see and the cool thing is that i'm gonna go back to battle fulkerson again not only do they support our charity but they introduce me to the coolest people mm-hmm. okay so that's how i met jamar um and then of course then jamar introduced me to wesley and it's like the whole thing just goes around and around that's how i found you guys you know so it's like this just a bunch of really cool people in san diego i mean we have what millions of people that live here mm-hmm. but it's still really tight it is really sure. when you tight. get in that group i know yep. it yeah. is we all hold hands kumbaya yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right now i want you to look at this camera right here tell people how to get a hold of you how do they get uh, a little bit of help how do they donate how do they you volunteer know, volunteer yeah. okay um the best way to find us is on our website it's all about the kids.org uh, you can also go to facebook which is it's all about the kids you can go to instagram it's all about the kids charity we're on Twitter. It's about kids. But the best way is the website. We have a volunteer page that's on there where you can sign up to volunteer. We need volunteers every Thursday, except for Thanksgiving week. We need volunteers on Wednesday because we can't distribute yeah. on Valentine, I mean, on uh, Thanksgiving. So we're going to do the day before, make sure they have food for Thanksgiving. And then we also, on December 14th, have our holiday party. So we're looking for sponsors for that. I also have to collect about 1,500 stuffed animals. So... 1500 stuff yeah so we're working on that next so maybe i'll help you guys with the shoes and you guys can help me with yeah, the stuffed animals because that, that i think 60 some pairs of shoes we might be able to yeah we might be able to handle no that might be able to handle that all right you need shoes by or i mean you need stuffed animals by when um we'd like to have them by the 10th just so that i know if where i'm at okay. for the next three days december 10th okay yeah. and you know what i want to see a challenge so i want oh. everyone to know okay so i 
I'm Lebanese and I bring gifts. So I brought these guys this bottle of Hanaberry to enjoy. And so we're going to put it on the shelf and I want everybody to check and see how long till it's empty. So that means every guest that comes uh-huh. over, yeah. we're going to have to take a See how long sip. that lasts, okay? Challenges to drink it, it by didn't the get end open of the year. today, so we'll see. Because now you got to check back every week and Let's say, "Get it? Uh oh, it got cracked." We got to start dropping it. Do, yeah, do, it got do, cracked do, open. Do. Best whiskey ever. Oh, yeah. I'm a whiskey fan. Well, I had like, to bring a present. Yeah, no, I, we totally that, appreciate so it. This is that. The kids made that. We have great little artists. The kids come in and uh, we have them. We have them draw for us. Love it. We're going to be having an art show on December 15th. A blank slate studio um and we'll have more of those for sale for the kids with a bunch of other stuff that's going to benefit our funds. yeah our be I'll like bob it. award that we yeah. have that's coming up yeah so yeah we're um i'm just always hustling i'm always out there trying to raise we want to try to raise between 15 to twenty thousand dollars for the holiday party because we want to give each family a gift card Ooh. last year we gave them a 50 dollars gift card so this year we want to try to give them at least 25 to 50 we just have so many more families we're, all right. Well, I mean, this is a lot to a lot. To got a lot. In. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I've got. But there's, that's got a time. lot of opportunities. Oh yeah, you got, got time. time. It's all about, it's the, all kids. about the kids. It's all Dot about org. the kids. Yeah, it's right there. Well, ladies and Dot gents, org. and you guys, thanks for for some fun. This was really this fun. This was really I, cool. I love getting to do that. You. I love to talk about what we do, but um, this is a platform in which it's super important for us to get out. So mm-hmm. I'm super grateful. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be here. Ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. I'm, I'm not even going to do the end promos. Uh, you know James does insurance. You know DroneCode.net forward slash business bills. You know we're raising shoes. But today, uh, it's all about the kids. So make sure you guys head over there. Check it out. If you can donate, donate. If you can donate your time, even better. Now we're looking for shoes. We're looking for teddy bears. We're looking for money. We're looking for fundraising ideas. We're looking for your time. Volunteers. Whatever you got. Yep. Whatever you got. All right, Angela, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Spread that positivity. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at cusfirst.com right now. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.